guys, and welcome back to another episode of We Believe DU, a paranormal podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Eric. And today we have an audience of one, because Carlos is in the bedroom getting ready for bed, and I am in the closet, and I'm sure he can hear us, or me at least. <laughs> awesome. My wife's in the living room watching Coco. We were just <clears throat> watching it, actually. It's yeah, it was on funny. Freeform, right? Or did you watch uh, it on I have TV? Absolutely no idea. Well, we we caught it at the very end, and then we started watching the world, not the World Cup, the Golden Cup. Yeah, Gold Cup. Soccer, Gold Cup. Gold Cup. <laughs> One of those cups. Mm-hmm. I'm having a cup of wine, so I don't really know. Yeah, it was cup. it was on TV, and then I guess we went to the grocery store. And when we came back, it was like done. So my uh, wife was like, uh, "Put it on Disney Plus." Got to rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was like at the very end for for us. Like when we turned it on, it was like he was talking to the grandma. I was like, "Nope, change it, change it." I'm gonna start crying. So he changed it. Oh man, now I want to cry. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's why I told him to change it. So today is stories of high strangeness. <laughs> um, but before we get into those stories of high strangeness, high strangeness, I know that we have a couple of things to share before we get started. I hope you guys are okay with this bantering before like interviews and stories. I'm sorry that we feel like we want to share personal experiences with you guys. Hopefully you don't mind hearing them. I don't care what you guys think. (laughs) He wouldn't. I care too much. No, I do. But like, I mean, it's yeah. Okay, guys, you you also got to remember this is like my sister and I's like weekly catch up kind of talk to each other as well. So you get to, you know, join in on that. Uh, Being on this. Yeah. On this uh, family get together. So, but, but I'm excited for what you have to share because it, it's actually regarding one of our listeners, right? Yes, it does. Uh, actually it got me to, like after we, well, we spoke with Wajid last week and, That's right. That's right. uh, I was just thinking about some of the stuff that he said, because I mean, like I said, my mind is blown and I was just kind of like, you know, just thinking on stuff. And then it got me thinking about Victor because we were talking about dimensions. And I know that I I don't know if we ever said it on the on any of the episodes or maybe we did at the end of Victor's episode. But we talked about how he, or maybe even during his episode. Anyway, you know, him going into like <laughs> another dimension. Yeah. Yeah. And I was, and we were trying to figure out, well, what are these robed figures? And then I was like, well, what if uh, they were aliens in another dimension, like Wajid had said? Yeah. You know, because they did seem to have like a hierarchy and they had like different yeah. color robes. And it seemed like the different color robes were um, uh, like, like I said, the hierarchy, like the ones, I think it was like white and black, I believe, or gray, maybe mm-hmm. something like that. <clears throat> yeah. But. Yeah, so it got me thinking to maybe, you know, that was aliens rather than something like spirits, like spirits Spirits. or entities or just something on a higher frequency. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. And that was part of the reason why I was like, dude, go meditate (laughs) or figure out, like, learn how to meditate or meditate regularly because, I mean, very much so. And, and, And that's, and that's so. I guess something that I've always kind of thought about is like, are they aliens or are they just something in a different dimension that they're not necessarily like aliens from outer space? They're not necessarily spirits of people who have passed on. But 
they're just interdimensional beings. Maybe is what he's seeing. Um, and I guess aliens can be interdimensional, though, right? Yeah, based off so, of what Wajid was telling well, us. Wajid was saying, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. Speaking of Wajid, though, <laughs> you ended up Googling him a little further after the interview. And what did you find out? That he's actually, um, he mentioned he was an actor. So I was yeah. just like, okay, well, let me check out his website. Because I don't, I, did, I don't think I knew about the website. So I checked out his website. At the bottom, he's got some comedy clips, where, which some of them are pretty funny. And he's actually come out on like, I believe it was Jay Leno and and stuff like oh, that. No way. Yeah. Um and then um I saw some of his like acting reels and I I personally don't think I've ever seen him on a show but I know he's been on shows like uh is it uh, Good Luck Charlie or something like that? It's a Disney Ch- No, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Ch- yeah, he was I think what? A, yeah, he was a doctor I think on that show. Um I don't know if it was a recurring role. Wajid, I'm sorry. Um, I, I didn't watch the show, but I, I do know that you, he was a doctor on there. Um, I believe he came out on Mad Men as well. Uh, I'm just like trying to name like some of the one like more well known yeah. um, things, and uh, he came out on How I Met Your Mother. So I love uh, that we interviewed the most famous person we've ever had on the podcast, and we had absolutely no idea yeah. until after the fact. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and the, the, the weird, the, the thing is like, I, again, I saw the reel. So I, and I, I didn't recognize any of the shows cause I never saw them. I know there was one in the nineties yeah. too, where I think it was Monique came out on the show, but I can't remember what the name of it is, but he was like the, mm-hmm. the, the clerk, I think, or, or something like that for the, um, in the show. Um, so I was talking yeah. to my wife about it and, and I told her and I was like, you know what? I think we just interviewed the most famous person, like, like he was the most famous person that we've interviewed so far. And mm. she was like, why? And I was like, Oh, cause he's actually been on shows. And so she goes, so what's he been on? And I was like, Oh, um, so I was like going through and trying to see something that she might've known about. And I, I know she it. watched, uh, pretty much, I think the entire, se- like all like the entire series of how I met your mother. And, uh, she just, she just saw his picture. And, uh, in the IMDb, she saw his picture and she was like, oh, he's a taxi driver. He's their taxi driver. What? And then I look at the yeah. credit and it said like taxi driver number two or something like that. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, shit. Like she actually recognized him. I was like, oh, yeah. that's cool. You know, so uh, awesome. I mean, so not only is he like super tapped into like the the spiritual like higher Realm? frequencies you know yeah but he's also um pretty uh he's got quite a lot of credits to his name yeah so, for sure that's pretty cool well i guess i <laughs> went straight to oh he has a book and like went into the more like spiritual like that route and then mm-hmm. did i i knew that he was an actor as well but i i don't know i guess i just didn't really dig into that but yeah it was yeah. very interesting to hear and I mean, he mentioned it in the in in the interview, but I didn't realize that he was in such like big movies. Yeah. Um, or sorry, shows. he was in such big shows. Yeah, yeah. it was pretty cool. And like I said, if you guys want to watch that, I think it's Wajid. I actually have it here. Um, did I change? I might have taken it off already. I think it was Wajid actor or no, Wajid author dot com. 
if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, wajidauthor.com. And I believe he also has a website called wajidactor.com. So that's, I guess, um, his acting um, acting page. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that was I, – I loved that you brought those fun facts. Um, or I guess you told me this earlier before we started recording. But, yeah, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But I just got sent – and I'm sure he can hear this because, again, he's like – three feet from me right now but carlos just sent me an instagram post that apparently is breaking news that the haunted uh divic box that uh baggins has yeah is a fake no that the story behind the infamous Dybbuk box, a small wine cabinet that's supposedly haunted by a malicious spirit and causes misfortune to those around it was made up by the original eBay seller Kevin Manis as a ghost quote unquote ghost story. Was it was that the guy that um went back to the did you ever watch Zach like his um museum show? I didn't. I wanted to and I didn't. It, it was on but... Hulu. It's not anymore, I think. But I, I watched all really? the episodes, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, the 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 or guy who originally sold the box, if I, I want to say, unless he unless he died, I don't know. Well, there was somebody that went what? that owned the box. Yeah, somebody uh-huh. that owned the box went back and uh, he like Isaac asked him, "Do you, would you mind going into the room and being there, you know, by yourself with the box?" And then I think he goes and I don't remember if the guy opened it or not, but he just starts like starts having episodes of just he just starts getting kind of weird and starts like saying just random stuff and then he goes into like a dark corner and just like they can hear him talking and uh just saying weird shit and so they go in hmm. there and they're like are you okay and then they get him out and they ask him what's going on and this and that it was a whole thing so now that i know that it's kind of like goddamn, dude how much of that show is fucking fake <sighs> Well, seriously, well, it, like it's super depressing. I will say, this was the one room that I was like, because like for most of the rooms, you have the option of going in or not going in. Like if you've ever been to Zach Baggins Haunted Museum in Vegas, and this was one that Carlos was like, "Fuck that, I'm not going in," and I was like, "No, like I came all this way, the divot box, like I have to go in." So I went in, but I couldn't even like look at it. I didn't want to make eye contact. And Mm -hmm. I just like went around it and (laughs) went to the exit door. But according to this uh, article from Input, let's see. Uh, Do you guys, uh, well, you know the story of of the Dippet Box, Eric, right? Yes. So like the just super duper quick summary uh, this guy purchased an old wine cabinet from the granddaughter of a recently de- uh, deceased Holocaust survivor, and um, she like escaped Nazi Poland or Nazi occupied Poland, po- not fuck, Nazi occupied Poland. Um, and she basically said, "Don't don't ever open this box. Like it's got a demon in it." Basically, um, I think it's like from the, the guy- Jewish lore, right? The Dybbuk or whatever. Yes. Yeah, um, it's a demon, essentially. And then he has an antique shop. He fixes it up and then gives it to his mom for, uh, like, a Mother's Day gift or something. She ended up she ended up having, supposedly ended up having a, a seizure in the hospital, says, like, I hate the box, get rid of it. Um, 
he puts it back in his shop. His um, employee has a whole bunch of experiences, like gets locked out of like the or locked in the basement. Like it's just a whole bunch of crazy stuff, right? Um, so he sells it on eBay. But apparently it's all fake. Um, and there's literally been movies made about this. So that's kind of disappointing. It's really disappointing. It's super disappointing. Um, and it makes you question, uh, again, like the entire show that they did around the whole museum. It makes you question the stuff that's in the museum. And like Tom right? said, like, how do we know that <clears throat> this guy is super theatrical with the the show that he does? How do For we sure. know that he's not, like Tom said, like, pumping in like a frequency that just like gives you or like you know uh emfs that are just causing you to feel like a certain way when in reality it's nothing you know what i mean he's selling the experience rather than actual which i mean would be irresponsible of him to do anyway like if he was actually putting you in with things that were that were possessed but you know what i mean yeah, well, and that so so it makes me like think like okay, so then what did I experience? Because I mean, I I I for a hundred percent, and like Carlos can verify. Like, I got I got lightheaded, like started uh, like tunnel vision, like all that before we even like really stepped foot in the museum. Like we we're in the lobby area, mm-hmm. and I was like, what the fuck? Like I had to I had to kneel down and kind of like take a second because I thought I was gonna pass out. So it was like, what was that? Is it like Tom said that he's like pumping like EMF or um, yeah, EMFs, EMF, yeah, EMFs. like EMFs, like into the into the thing into the lobby, like to get everyone prepared for it. Like, I mean, it's creepy just in general, but is it like a mind thing yeah. or is it like he's like physically like doing something to you? Because I don't have that reaction often, and and I and I had it. Um, so I don't know. It was weird. But the Dybbuk box is a fake, I guess. It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. That was a big one. All right, guys. Well, I, that's the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. All right. We're done. 15 minutes in. No. Well, all right. I just had to share that because Carlos literally, like, we started, we started, uh, I have to cut this, or I had to cut that portion out, but my phone vibrated and kind of interrupted the the show and i was like okay well what was so important that carlos had to share it right now because he knows i'm recording and it was important apparently this is brand new breaking news that you'll hear on wednesday three days later <laughs> yeah so i mean you some of you might have already seen it and then you're and then and then some of you are gonna hear it and like yeah dude no shit zach baggins fake stuff and i mean you yeah. know so and then uh, again guys it's not that we believe zach baggins like is like super I don't believe shit. You know what I mean? But I mean you He's I, a great actor? Yeah, I mean I, I kinda was holding out hope and then they just kinda like Yeah. I mean, it could also be that the dude's gotten so much shit that he's like, maybe if I just say it's fake, people will leave me alone. Maybe. But it could also just be fake. Like, one of the top comments was like, well, yeah, all ghost stories are fake. And I was like, well, not necessarily. But anyway, should we get on to the stories of high strangeness? Yeah, for sure. I'll say it at the end. Okay. Yeah, just don't let me forget. Well, I don't even know what it is, so I'll just say well, you the, went. At the market. Oh, okay, okay. Are you sure you want to say it for the end? I'll just say it now then. Yeah. 
um, just thought of something. I know that in the last uh, episode, I talked about that I was going to be going to this market to sell like my jewelry and artwork and all that good stuff. And there's always um, psychics or mediums and things like that. And there's this one psychic in particular that, well, she is a medium. And I was like, should I try and talk to grandma or should I not? Like I was kind of going back and forth about it. And I, I didn't, but she had like this 30 minute um, demo where it was like a group of people. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, screw it. Like, let me, let me go in there. If, if grandma wants to come through, like she'll come through. And like, I had the the pendant, like with her ashes. her ashes in it. Yeah. So I was like holding on to that. And I was like, if it, I, 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 and, and not just grandma, but like mamita, which was our other grandma and, and papa, our, our grandfather from our mother, our mother's side. Um, and Chalita, which is my mother's sister, our aunt. And I said, if any one of you four wants to come through, like, please, like, I'm I'm here, like, I'm open. I want to hear it. I want to hear from you. Um, but unfortunately, three other people's relatives came through. I think there's probably about, like, mm, eight to ten people in that room. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all they all had, like, amazing connections to, like, uh loved ones that had passed on and and I I didn't so I had to accept that that was that was that was like the most that I felt like I could conjure up for myself I didn't want to go do like a one-on-one thing because I didn't want to be disappointed so this was like I guess my excuse or my way of going into it and if I didn't hear what I wanted to hear it was okay because there's other people that had messages that were more important, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so I, I didn't, I didn't get anything from, from anybody and, and that's okay. I think it wasn't, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I think just based off of the dreams that we've had before where we started crying and she just like pushes away. I think she's not going to come to us until we're like fully healed. Ready and, for it. You know, and 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 I will say this: I, I had a one on one call with my mentor on Friday, and she was like, "And how are your dreams?" Because usually my dreams are pretty vivid. I can have conversations with people. Like I I know what happens in them, and just right before my grandmother passed, and like since then, my like I very like very rarely will remember my dreams. Um, like they've been shit and usually my dreams are where I was getting a lot of messages from. Mm-hmm. So she was like, how are your dreams? And I was like, I don't have dreams. <laughs> like I, or I know I have dreams, but I don't remember them. And I was like, and I want so badly to hear from my grandma. And I was about to say, but I know she won't come because we're not ready. But before I could get those words out, um, my mentor was like, you're not going to hear from her. And she's like, you're not ready. And I was like, I know. So mm-hmm. about to start sobbing. And like, because that's literally what I've been telling you and what I've told you and dad when he was on, I was like, we're not ready. And mm-hmm. she's like, she knows that you're stressed out right now. She knows that you're not over it yet. And you wouldn't be able to handle a visitation from her. And I was like, I know. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> it was just, it was, it was nice to hear that validation that it's not just me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I definitely agree, dude. Cause like, I, I still think about her sometimes or like when shit pops up on Facebook or, yep. or like, 
I'll just start remembering stuff like right now I'm about to fucking lose it, but <laughs> you know, and, and yeah. I'll just, or I'll remember or deal will do something and it'll remind me of her or Valeria will say something and it'll remind me of her or like we heard a song. I just heard a song today that we heard on the drive home that was very impactful and like it made me almost lose it. And you know, or like I'll just randomly think of her and my eyes start watering up. So of course, like I mean, Grant, like it, it did just how it just it's been two months, you know. Yeah. So it's <laughs> yeah, te había tardado, mijita. Oh my god, his um, cat. In case I can't cut this, his cat is meowing. I'm sure you can hear in the background. I guess when it, whenever it's our time, whenever we're ready and. Like when people ask me, like um, one of um, the ladies that worked at the doctor's office who I, I worked with when I was in the nursing home, she's, you know, already asked me a few times or like she'll text me just to see how I'm doing and stuff like that. Because that's what she would do with yeah. grandma because I was I mm -hmm. mean, that's part of her job, but she really does care about people like that. So yeah. she's just asked me, like, how are you doing? And I'm like, I feel like telling her like mediocre, like, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm good. Go ahead. You know, I'm just like, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm still you know hanging in there you know trying to yeah you know but i really want to say oh mediocre i'm sad yeah <laughs> well okay so you're bringing that up and like i it, it brought up uh, another memory from the market is like they were doing aura readings mm. and it's literally like you, you sit and like they take a picture of you like and your aura comes out and like whatever right and i've done this before and i was in a i guess in simplistic form I was in a much better place and I was happy and I was growing and I was like yay and my aura showed that and I was like okay but maybe this is all bullshit right so I did this aura reading and I'm like if it comes out that it's all rainbows and sunshine aura readings are bullshit and I got my aura reading back and it was like you're stressed you're sad you're anxious you're depressed and I was like Oh, like my chakras were like teeny tiny. My like j like my my aura was a completely different co color and it was like you're low energy. You're like your vibration is like super low and I was like, "Oh, thank you for clarifying what I already knew." <laughs> I was like, "Maybe aura readings are not bullshit." And um I don't know, at least the two that I've had were like pretty accurate and and as sad and depressing as like this last one was, it was validating. Does yeah. that make sense? I was like, oh, okay. Yes, I already knew these things about myself. Thank you for <clears throat> clarifying. Um, so, yeah, it was very interesting to hear how depressed I was. I was like, no, I already knew that. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for validating. Thank, um, thank you for making me pay for, for something I already knew. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, but if I can validate for other people that aura readings aren't bullshit, that's, I guess that's my point of my story. Um, but yeah, it was, it was pretty funny to to see how low energy I actually was based off of the picture and like other things that like came out in the aura report essentially. Hmm. Um, I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. I'm depressed. Thank you. I knew that. But yeah. Sweet. Okay. Now that we're halfway into this episode, should we actually get yeah, <laughs> started I, with I stories so. of my strangeness? I, I'll go first. Um, <clears throat> all right, go ahead. This is uh, one of our new listeners. Um, he actually sent me this. Um, like a couple weeks ago, I think. Um, and uh, 
he actually how did he find us actually no he uh, he got he found us through tom yeah uh, he heard yep. tom's episode uh shout out to tom thank you for that uh and a few listen new listeners because of you yeah uh so he he's i asked him how, you know how he found us and he said that he listened to tom's episode or he was listening to tom and, and tom shouted us out and he said well if tom shouted you guys out you know it you know must be good so and the fact that we're all from the valley oh really i i don't know yeah, about he, the, said he was from oh i know he was from yeah yeah i know he's from yeah. from here um i meant all as in like me you and oh okay okay okay, okay. listener yeah 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 um so yeah and, and then he he heard that i guess he started listening to us from the beginning i'm not sure what which what episode you're on now john so i don't know if you're gonna listen to this, this <laughs> know, it's gonna be a while <laughs> but um yeah he mentioned that he was from from the area as well so it was it was cool for him he said that it was it, it was cool for him to to hear that we were from from you know south texas too so um so yeah he he said he meant he did mention that he has a few stories um and uh this was one of them one of my several stories my name is john salinas born and raised in kingsville texas i'm 31 years of age with plenty of stories uh my first paranormal experience was when i was 13 years old my sister and i got into some troubles so we were both uh put in timeout grounded um I remember it being a rainy night with flash flood warnings for Kleber County. Uh, we had a mesquite tree growing through the center of the living room ceiling that was highly hi- tightly sealed so that water wouldn't leak onto the living room floor. I remember the rain and the wind were severely strong that night when out of nowhere we could hear heavy boots going across the roof. Mm-hmm. One after the other. You could even hear them going back and forth and know it wasn't the tree branches. So, again, short, sweet. Uh, but still, no. <clears throat> yeah. Um, well, fucking tree growing through your house, dude. That's crazy. I feel like that's asking for, like, paranormalness. You know, just nature in your house. No? Maybe? Maybe. Yeah, I, it was like the water aspect kind of thing, I guess. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. You're reaching a little bit. It's okay. No. Um, I mean, well, so so there's like this whole Native American lore. And, and, and the only reason that I'm bringing up the Native because I literally just listened to a podcast where, where they brought this up. Cannot remember which podcast it was because I listened to too many paranormal podcasts. But um there is like this this thing a lot of um a, a lot of na- uh, native american reservations um what do they call them was it roof walkers or some something along those lines that it's some sort of something that like you you can hear them like walking on the roofs like it like it, it's specifically like they walk on, on the roofs like and and that's it like you can hear footsteps and there's absolutely no reason why anybody would should be on the roof or like Mm -hmm. it's not like an animal or or anything but you can hear footsteps like boots or shoes or whatever walking through um obviously i know that i know well i mean i guess i don't know if john has any sort of native american heritage or anything but um i i know that that tends to pop up a lot in like native american reservations well i mean if you remember too again i I think we've mentioned this but one of our uh 
the ladies that used to take care of us when we were kids talked to us about back in her, uh, I think it was Durango, mm. you know, oh, about yeah, the yeah, walking right. on the roof. The but I think yeah. they said that those were witches and stuff like that. But mm. I mean, well, I mean, maybe us Mexicans have different lore <laughs> yeah. for roof walkers. But yeah, I guess it's it's a thing. Yeah, for I've, sure. I've I've heard this. I've heard this. It's it's almost like a the shadow man or hat man kind of thing where it, it keeps coming up in for different people or I guess mm-hmm. in different cultures maybe kind it's of thing. It's funny that you mentioned the hat man. Why? And a shadow man. Why? Because of the stories. Well, the I I didn't end up picking the hat man story oh. because it was kind it was it was also very it was it was very short. Okay. Oh. And like yeah. Um is the next story about a shadow man? The last one is. Mm. Actually, it kind of goes back to something Victor mentioned also. So this story also Ooh. reminded me about what Victor, like another thing Victor talked to us about. So this episode's all about Victor. Yes. Victor, <laughs> this episode's about you. It's for you. Dedicated to you. Well, mine is not a shadow man, but it is called I Saw a Man That Wasn't There. So it's about a man. That reminds me of that movie with uh, John Cuse. That reminds me of that movie with John Cusack. I, I was like, what was it called? Um, that one movie. <laughs> yeah, where he's got like multiple personalities, and they're all like inside. John Cusack. Yeah, John Cusack, Ray Liotta. Um, oh, I was thinking of the other guy with the multiple personalities. Oh my god, oh, and I love him so much. I forgot his name. I forgot his name the other day too, and it just left ah. me right now. Um. Oh, John McAvoy. Yes, John? I love him. No, J- J- James McAvoy. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. I love James McAvoy, but I forgot his name. All right, should I say my story? Yes, go. It's by Jitterbug Betty. So it's called "I Saw a Man That Wasn't There." This happened a year ago, but my husband and I still talk about this experience because it truly was bizarre, and I struggle to find an explanation for it. It was late at night and rainy. Our living room has a clear view of the street and all the cars parked along it. My husband and I were chatting in the living room and I passed by the window and a person standing outside caught my eye. It was an average build adult male wearing a beanie. He was standing behind her car parked on the street just just standing straight and still like a statue. I asked my husband, hey, what's that guy doing? Our neighbor deals with frequent car thefts and break-ins, so I was first worried this dude was scoping out our car to steal or rob. He says, what guy? I kept thinking he couldn't see him because of the rain and the angle he was standing in. I had him stand in the exact spot I was in. I described exactly what he was wearing and where the man was, but my husband has never been able to see this man. I was annoyed at first just thinking he wasn't looking closely enough. But the longer I argued, the weirder I felt, like I was seeing something right in front of me that my husband couldn't see. I turned I turned around at one point, and the second I turned back to look, the man was gone. I, I know it was night and rainy, but we live in a city with lots of lights and bars. We have a direct view of the main street in the neighborhood. He was gone from my sight within a half a second of me turning to look away. I still see him in my memory. Blue beanie, brown coat, jeans, boots just standing perfectly perfectly still by our car. I saw him as clear as I see anything else, yet my husband, standing next to me, saw nothing. 
I've never experienced anything like that before since, and it freaks us both out today. That's it. Short, sweet, and to the point. Mm. I wonder. Well, so, I mean, I kind of liked this because... I mean, we we always talk about like how validating it is when someone else sees what what we see, mm-hmm. but how frustrating is it when we see something but no one else sees it? Yeah. Um, and like how alone you must feel, like not not actually being able to get that validation. And then you think you feel, and then you feel crazy. Like you're crazy. Like, yeah. yeah, of course. So I I don't know. I I thought it was, again, short, sweet, and to the point kind of thing. Maybe it just might be that she's sensitive and he's not. But, I mean, for it to be gone in like a half a second, isn't that usually how it goes where you see something out of the corner of your eye, let's say, and then you like turn away to be like, hey, look at, wait, it's gone. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's it. Yeah. Like they had just enough power to like show you, but not stay there and show everybody else. Or maybe you're just more sensitive to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Just turn that out there. All right. What else you got for me? So this was by Chris Waffles on Reddit. Update Mm -hmm. on I'm I'm definitely haunted. Quarantine has sucked so bad. It's made the paranormal stuff around me go crazy. I haven't been able to sleep while facing the wall. As I face the wall and try to go into a deep sleep, I'm suddenly wo- suddenly woken up by a feeling of desperation and fear as if someone was there with me. But it wasn't good and my heart would start racing for no reason. So I turn and face the edge of the bed and the feeling stops and my heart start stops racing. I feel like that would be like the opposite. Like <laughs> I feel like if I was facing the edge of the bed, I'd be like super anxious and stuff and then turning away from it would make me feel better. Because I can't yeah, see it. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I also tend to wake up like five times in the night because I feel like I'm falling. This happens every night. One night I woke up like that. And as I opened my eyes, I saw a shadow person. Oh, there's a shadow person. No, thank you. <laughs> I saw a shadow person standing really close to my bed and then it disappeared. My dog does. Uh, my dog doesn't seem to like my room. I bring her in. She stares into the wall and she just leaves. No. I hear thumping noises coming from the roof above my room, and I hear people in the kitchen when everyone is asleep. The light in the hallway turns on by itself, and it, so does the bathroom light. Whenever I pass by the kitchen or through the hallway, I feel like something is watching me. I see shadows out of the corner of my eye that I can't really explain. Some of the things don't seem to scare me, but some really do. What do you guys think? <clears throat> I, two shadow roof walking and just one episode and, and two shadow people because this isn't this wasn't the shadow, shadow people, people yeah. that I was you know even talking about a little bit ago. Well, you know what I say about shadow people, yeah, yeah. But yeah. the roof walking, that's interesting. And then lights flickering or like going on and off. And and just a reminder, guys, we find these stories separately and then we share them with each other. So it's not like we plan like, hey, let's find stories with shadow people or like roof walkers or like what and no. nothing like so there's no reason why any of these should go together but they do mm-hmm. yeah i don't know yeah and now now i kind of want to google like roof walking a little bit more <laughs> 
there's times where I think I hear stuff on the roof. And granted, we have trees like around our house, so it could be squirrels. Sometimes I think it's like the base of like cars passing by mm-hmm. too. But uh, I think I would lose my shit if I heard footsteps or like boots, like footsteps on our roof. Well, yesterday, dude, I I, um, I was playing Call of Duty with, with Jason and I had my headphones on, right? And all of a sudden, I sometimes I wear like one of them half on, half off, just yeah. so that I can hear if Valeria calls me or something like that. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I, I thought I heard somebody walking up the stairs and like, and literally this, like the entire time I was, or like not the entire time, but a, a good chunk of the time that I was playing, I like, I, I thought I heard like somebody walking around me. Hmm. It was the cats. Ah, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so this next story that I have is called... I don't have who it's by. Why? Weird. Uh, it's called A Mischievous Ghost at Work. I've been working at a party supply store for about six months now, and since the day I started, all the employees have been joking about a ghost who lives there that they call Mary. She knocks stuff off shelves, triggers the alarm, bangs on the manager's office door at night, and typical run-of-the-mill spirit stuff. She has recently become more active. A few weeks ago, me, my manager, and my mom, who also works there, stayed at the store until 7 a.m. because we needed to get a certain number of boxes stocked before the following day. Around midnight or so, I was in one of the front aisles where there was a loud crash from the center aisle, followed by an alarm scream from my mom. I ran out thinking she was hurt, but her eyes were fixed on the candy aisle. She had been up front pricing. I stuck my head in, and one of the large boxes from the top of the shelf had fallen over, and all of its contents had spilled out. I started to clean it up when I caught the sight of a woman out of the corner of my eye. I turned to look at her fully, but she was gone the the next second. I went back up front to price the next box. I had my music blaring through a speaker, so I couldn't hear my manager yelling for me. She walks up to get my attention, and I pause the music. She asks if I was messing around in the wedding aisle because she could hear footsteps and banging coming from there. Side note, I feel like this was a party city. <laughs> Based off of like how she's describing the different aisles. Anyway, um, I tell her... No, and my mother vouches for me as well since she had seen me up there the whole time. My manager peeks around the aisle and in question to see if a customer had somehow stayed behind or we just didn't notice, but there was no one there. I laugh and tell her it must have been Mary, even though I thought I had saw her in the candy section. My manager gets very serious and asks what she looked like. I told her, I don't know, um, but... She was wearing a blue little house on the prairie dress. Um, She said that's what she saw out of the camera a few weeks ago. Oh, dude. The shit was cut on camera. I want the footage, though. (laughs) The banging continues. We all ignore for the most part. I go to the bathroom around three. I would not be going to the fucking bathroom by myself, especially at three o'clock in the morning. Anyway. Um, and when I enter, I hear someone whisper, Lucinda. I tell my manager and my mom and that quote unquote Mary must actually be Lucinda. Lucinda, I guess would be in, in English. Yeah. Lucinda. Lucinda. I like it in Spanish better. Anyway, 
uh, we fer- we referred to her as Lucinda or Lucy for the rest of the night, and the ruckus stopped. When we left that morning, my mom made a comment about how I've seen spirits since I was little. I don't remember any of these instance- instances she gave me, um, but I do get dreams of the deceased, but I assume that was normal and a part of the grieving process. <laughs> I'm here to tell you it's not because... We have not <laughs> had that experience. Uh, Lucinda, ha- or Lucinda has been active every day since that night, and one of the other managers saw her on the cameras recently, too. If anything more interesting happens, I will update you. Give me the video is what I want. You should go tell her on, on Reddit. I should. I should just reply and be like, give me the video, and I'll believe you. <laughs> I was going to say, why is it always a Mary? You know, because well, there's mean, like that bloody yeah, one. It's true. Bloody Mary. Yeah. Don't say it two more times. I won't. I'm thinking it, but I won't say it. All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's pretty All creepy, right. man. For sure. Right? I thought so. I was going to say, I'd and, probably I run mean, out of the store, but no, nah, I probably couldn't. I don't know. I feel like if I had mom there and like at least someone else, like I could manage to like yeah. Get, yeah yeah especially like they're also having experiences like i'm not crazy kind of thing but if i was by myself i would have like locked that shit up and been like fire me i don't even give a shit <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know especially if all the other employees though like know that there's some sort of ghost then i feel like, like you can blame it on the ghost like and at the cake shop it's... oh yeah yeah but nobody else believed it it was just me and like one other girl but it makes sense. Whatever. <laughs> uh, all right. Then I, I, I got next. Moving on. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, this is from LaBane. L-A, I think it's L-A-B-E-I-N. Uh, L-A-Bean? Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> but it's it's all like, it's a capital L and then everything else is lowercase. Oh, Okay. Anyway, uh, mom, dad, is that you? Is the title of this? Oh, I was like, <laughs> yeah. Did they call you? No, no. Okay. Uh, this is something that actually happened to me. This was maybe three or four years ago. I was still living with my parents, and I had already graduated. I was a teenager that worked nights and had nothing better to do. So of course, I always stayed up all night and slept most of the day until work. Well, I noticed odd things happen when mom and my siblings were gone. My dad worked nights as well and was almost always home too, but sleeping as well for the next night at work. I began to notice I'd often wake up to what happened. I'm sorry. I began to notice I'd often wake up to what sounded exactly like my mom or dad yelling for me uh, from downstairs. Of course, I'd get up and be thinking mom got off earlier. Dad just couldn't sleep. I'd come down the stairs starting a convo and literally no one would be there. I'd even pop open the basement door, my parents' room, to see if dad was even up. Most of the time, he wasn't even awake. I often brushed it off thinking it was just me dreaming about the one about one of them making me up, waking me up, sorry. <laughs> I often brushed it off thinking it was just me dreaming about one of them waking me up, you know. Well, one day I woke up to my mom calling calling my name. Same drill as before, but this time I couldn't get up. I couldn't even move. 
I could move my eyes to look around, but that was it. During the day, the sun would shine right into my room, so it was never dark. But this time, it was almost pitch black with the only slightest, with only the slightest bit of light slipping through my windows by the closet. I saw this shadow thing grinning in the darkness by my closet. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's a hard pass. It felt like an end. It felt like an eternity that I laid there paralyzed oh. with fear. <laughs> I got shivers. Okay. I was being okay. held down. The moment mm-hmm. I was able to move, I ran out of my room. As it turned Thank out, uh, as it turned out, my dad wasn't even home. He was out running errands, and I was terrified. Not long after I moved, out, I had I had moved out. My father and I were at my grandmother's house and got on the track of paranormal experiences. Well, I had never told anyone about the experience at my home. My dad started telling his story, and it was literally the same as mine. He would hear my mom calling his name, and no one would be home. He even described the thing that we that would hold him down as well. So glad I moved out. This is the story that I was telling you about. That reminded me of a Victor story. Oh, okay, okay, that's right. I forgot that you said that. Uh, yeah. I mean, that sounds pretty accurate. I almost want to like reach out and say like hey get together and talk to this guy because your experiences are pretty similar yeah yeah so when wow. i when i read that like i saw the that's why i was like nope okay i gotta i gotta share this one because it was just the darkness and the grinning and and yeah. his thing was grinning and it was holding him down and he couldn't move like it's literally the exact same thing it's the same thing yeah that's and 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 i had honestly i completely forgot that you even said that oh it reminded me of victor mm-hmm. and like you're retelling the story and i was like oh hey victor yeah. so can validate that yeah that sounds pretty similar yeah that's pretty creepy huh victor reach out to la what was it? B-E-I-N. L-A Bean. We'll call it L-A Bean. Yeah. Labine? Labine? Labine. Labine. Avril Labine. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's both awful and on point. I love it. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, right. you definitely reach out to that person. Find them on Reddit. Yeah. That's hilarious. Wow. <laughs> I mean, the experience right. is definitely not hilarious. Like. I mean, no. I think I would have a That's heart attack. I, I legitimately got chills. I don't so. I don't know how Victor can like had has dealt with it for as long as he has. A years, his entire fucking life. Yeah. Okay. Well, this next one that I got is from Nikki My Name One. Oh, sorry. Nikki's My Name One. Oh. I I missed the S. <laughs> So it's called It Fell from the Trees. And I was I, I will be honest, like this one I didn't like I, I read through, but I didn't pay like focus like pay super yeah, super close attention be, because I I did still want to be a little bit surprised. But now I'm kind of interested because I'm like, is this a Bigfoot encounter? But anyway, let's let's get into it. Um okay, so it fell from the trees. 
I was 27 and working at a Boy Scout camp far up in the woods of very northerly northern California. That was literally the description, I swear. Northerly northern California. (laughs) Um, Where I worked had a large population of black bears, which for the most part were rather harmless and easy enough to scare away with a short form rifle. However, we had a large number of Boy Scouts at this camp weekly sometimes as many as 500 heads, and with a lot of vastly spread out campsites. There's going to be a few campers who sleep with candy bars in their pockets and basically make themselves a prepackaged dinner for uh, prepackaged dinner snack for bears. I tell you this, black bears love Reese's peanut butter cups. Fun fact. <laughs> I didn't know this. Who doesn't? Especially the pumpkin ones during the Halloween because they got more peanut butter than chocolate. Anyway, you could just that buy wasn't the, in the, the peanut butter, peanut butter. You can now, right? That's a thing. I hate peanut butter, though, but I love Reese's peanut butter cups. As part of staff, oftentimes I was scheduled for bear watch and basically strolled the entire the entirety of the camp with a rifle, going from site to site, making my presence known so as to ensure the bears wouldn't come anywhere near. On one of these routine nights, everything was more still and more quiet than usual. Okay, so already this has Bigfoot-esque vibes to it. That's all I'm going to say. Let's keep reading because I don't know what's going to happen next. Um, And I remember finding it rather odd and unsettling. Of course, why wouldn't you? I had just checked in on one of the camps furthest away from the other campsites and a good half mile away from base. As I'm strolling along the trail that runs beside the lake, I stop to take <laughs> take a number one, take a piss, and light a joint and that I had stashed away for such an occasion for being out by the lake at two in the morning. As human, as human beings, we have a natural gut feelings we must always adhere to for our survival. That's called intuition, ladies and gentlemen, just so if you don't know. Uh, there was definitely a gut feeling I had that things were amiss. Okay, again, this sounds like Bigfoot because supposedly Bigfoot are able to smell weed. This like, oh, Oh. maybe, but no, but they can emit this like super low, like tone that will actually kind of make you sick to your stomach. Like you just feel yourself. No, it's not South Park. Um, but yeah, okay. Anyway, this this has this again. I I know too much about Bigfoot, but this has Bigfoot written all over it. Not only was it unusually quiet, but I couldn't shake the feeling that I was being watched. <laughs> That's like sign number five right there, and that I was most certainly not alone. No shit. I nervously took a few puffs of my joint and then put it out. Now, being more aware of the unnerving sense, also, you're probably paranoid because you just smoked a joint. Unnerving, sorry. (laughs) Now, (laughs) now being more aware of the unnerving sense in the air, I've been face to face with a bear. I've been stalked by a mountain lion. I've slept a little too close to a den of coyotes late night, but this was different. I didn't have the sense that I was in the presence of any of these animals. The smell was overwhelming. That's sign number, like, what are we on? Like, 520? No, 420. 
Oh, 400, 420. <laughs> See what you did there. Uh, it didn't smell like any bear that I've experienced. It was almost sour, but still musky. I'll never forget the smell, but I can never find the words to properly describe it. As I reached for my flashlight before considering readying my rifle, a massive boom hit the ground, falling from the trees above. It nearly knocked me on my ass from the sheer force of it. I reached for my flashlight that had fallen to the ground as I had heard something large, something massive, running away from me into the tree line up into the hill above. Immediately, I considered it was probably the biggest bear I'd ever come across, and black bears can be spooked pretty easily, so at first I considered myself lucky, but as I lay there, hyperventilating, shaking, and quaking in my boots, I started to consider the sound of the beast running away. It didn't sound like like a stride of any black bear, black bear in flight. It sounded bipedal. It sounded human. I braced myself, stood up, readied my rifle, released the safety, and shot upward into the air towards the lake. It woke many campers. It woke many campers and the scout masters alike. I stood out there for a good ten minutes alone before camp leaders and some other staff campers. Uh, came to me. During that time, I had my flashlight out and was inspecting the scene. Whatever had dropped from the branches above fell possibly 20 feet, and in its wake of running away, it had torn off branches off into the hill line that stood 13 feet from the ground. 13 fucking feet? That's huge. And some smaller trees were bent almost all the way down into the ground. I've never seen a bear do that that's for sure. By the time some of the staff and some concerned campers arrived, everybody was stumped. Most of the campers, to comfort themselves, insisted it was a bear. It was Bigfoot. I do know this. No bear running on all four stands 13 feet tall, and no bear can run on two feet for 12 yards uphill on two legs. They just don't do that. We're all thinking it, so I'll just say it. Oh my god, here it is. I think I encountered a Sasquatch that night. I've been saying it from the start of the title of this story. If not, I don't know what it is, but I'm glad it was running away from me and not at me. Because whatever that thing was, beast or man, was gargantuan, and I would not have stood a chance if it decided to confront me. That's it. It's crazy. No Sasquatch. What we if, have not done a Sasquatch story yet, and I'm so excited about this one. What if Sasquatch is also in another dimension? He, we've taught. Have I not said this? I don't think so. I haven't. Are you sure that Sasquatches could possibly be an interdimensional being because they've seen him like walk through portals and somehow he manages to completely disappear and then reappear, and then no one's ever gotten a Sasquatch like body, so they think that like when they die, they're like they go into like a different dimension. That's why we can't find any bodies. Maybe. I haven't said this. I feel like I've said this. Maybe I've only thought it. I don't know because we've never talked about Sasquatch. You said it yourself. That's true. We got to deep dive Sasquatch. I feel like you could no? probably deep dive him like two or three episodes. Probably. But we won't. Anyway. Um, I mean, that was all pretty spot on with some Sasquatch stuff. If, if you're not familiar with Sasquatch, maybe you're just like, I thought he just had really big feet. There's a lot more to Sasquatch than we have, uh, that we know. Anyway, 
that was that. It's pretty crazy. I yeah. I, don't I know. think it's I I think I think it's Bigfoot. If if you if you yeah, like I said, if you know like some of the more intricate details of Bigfoot or Sasquatch, like even if, again, just kind of like barely reading through, I was like, this is a Bigfoot story. Even though it was like in Paranormal Encounters, I was like, this is Bigfoot. So that was fun. I mean, Bigfoot is paranormal. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. But that's it, guys. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Those uh, were our... Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I know I know we killed about 30, 30 minutes of your all's time talking about things that weren't stories of high strangeness, but... Uh, but kind of a little bit. Just a little. Sort of. Yeah. Maybe if I read you a five-star review from iTunes, it'll make you guys feel better. Oh, my God. We have another? We do by Craig Lefebvre. Sweet. Vessel of Wine left us a five-star review. And if you know, he was a previous guest. Listen to that episode. Um, He said, great host. I really enjoyed being on this show. It's both down-to-earth and honest. Oh. Thank you. Appreciate you. We're going to have you back on the show because one, well, I don't know. Should I say this now that he released a new book? He's sending it over and I'm going to read it and then maybe we can have him back on. So thank you, Craig, for writing that five-star review. We really appreciate it. Yeah, guys. And if you want to write a five-star review, you can go ahead and do that on Apple Podcast. Uh, If you want to find us on anything you can go to we believed you.com there's a little thing there where you can click on it and then find all our social medias there's also a thing on there where you can click on that and basically anywhere <laughs> there's a little uh thing of a bobber clicky thing Some buttons. yeah it says listen you can click on that little thingy and listen on any of your preferred platforms or listen on all of them that would help out a lot too That'd be great too yeah and if you want to share your stories, you go to the contact us and type in your name, type in your story, or just let us know, hey, guys, I want to be interviewed. We can keep it anonymous. We can do translate your stories from Spanish to English if you want us to. But the whole point is for you to share your stories, guys, because we believe. Do you? Do you?